into Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I am joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. I'm putting this game on ice, on ice. That is my tagline for Corey. He's, uh, they're, they're in an icy setting, and he clearly has the lead um, when it comes to scoring the heart of Lindsay number two. Um, and also, he just won't stop talking about games and how good he is at them (laughs) like he didn't need to explain that to us we were all pretty aware that that's the kind of guy he is we'll get into it when we get to winter house we were also joined by my lovely sister miss julia baker i tell you i'm bad stop expecting me to be good is that i don't know that's that's about our podcast bad (laughs) weather heather Everyone keeps getting surprised that she's doing bad things, but all she tells you all the time is what a bad Mormon she is. Oh, oh Julia is very thoughtful. I think this might be the downfall of Heather this season. Or is she stepping it up in a way we need? Well, like we I said, mean both. I mean the Jen needs a replacement. Yeah. Oh. Are you guys ready for mine? Why have a coochie craving for Michael when you can have a coochie craving for Maple? And that is because Miss Ashley Darby and Luke were spotted at a hockey game this weekend. So they are still hanging out. (laughs) Would he move to Potomac, though? What are our thoughts? I don't know, because no matter what, like, the environment is, he seems to, like, always be able to, like, make a fire there. Yeah, good point. It does snow in Potomac, doesn't it? Yes. Luke makes everyone feel really uncomfortable, but as we know, Ashley can handle being uncomfortable. A man who's making everyone feel really uncomfortable. So I feel like this is a match made in heaven. There you go. All right. Well, we have a meh week of Bravo, uh, making up for the times that we were like, wow, this is the best week of television ever. <laughs> so let's get into our first filler episode Winter House. Okay, I have a question. Paige, well, Paige is starting to become more and more frustrated with Craig. Again, we know that they don't break up. Very frustrating for us. But Mm -hmm. why didn't Craig use the snowboard that she bought him? I was offended by that also. It was rude. I don't know why. And then because his boots weren't set up for his friend's snowboard, they had to like jerry-rig it. It I thought that I was confused about that. I thought it was that the boots didn't fit on the one that like she had bought for him. I don't know anything about snowboards, so I was a little lost during that part. There were a lot of guys trying to help him fit his page boots onto friend's snowboard. And it was like on the table and people had screws. He didn't did he even bring the page snowboard? No. Oh he didn't. Okay. I was <laughs> I was lost during that whole part then. He brought the friends instead, and that's why they are having a hard time fitting the boots to the snowboard. That was my interpretation. And then Corey was like, why did you mess up the snowboard gift? Do you hear that? That's the thing that threw me off the most, was that Corey's like a dick to Paige. Oh. There's like a lot of like quick cuts of him being like kind of like negging everyone. So like this game he's playing seems to be with everyone at the Winter House. Well, Corey agrees with Alex and thinks that Lindsay, number two, is playing mind games with him. Well, Julie and I are still in our... I don't think that she's doing it on purpose, but I love the idea that Corey thinks that Lindsay, number two, has this, like, master nagging plan, and that's why he's, like, going so hard on her 
like playing these mind games, but she has no idea what's going on. You still think she's saying Craig? Not on purpose? Yes, 100%. Okay. (laughs) I think the last time on the couch, she did it on purpose. But I think every other time, it was a mistake. Just for her sake, I'm going to keep giving her the benefit of the doubt. All right. What do we think about the upcoming storyline of Jess, Lindsay, part two? Thinking that Paige is a mean girl, because I have a theory. I'd love to hear the theory. Okay. Paige just got off of, and this might not line up so great, but people were calling Paige a mean girl during Summer House online. Mm-hmm. And the rhetoric was really like, Paige isn't nice, she excludes people, and that was really doubled down on Southern Charm, but Jess won't have seen Southern Charm at this point. So I think Jess is like, I need a storyline, I can say that Paige is a mean girl, and the internet will be like, we agree! Sounds like you're giving her some benefit of the doubt. I know, I just realized that (laughs) as I was saying it. (laughs) I fully agree. I think Paige is coming off unhappy in Winter House right now. And I think that if Jess wasn't a grand schemer, she's viewing Paige as a mean girl because Paige is being kind of bitchy because she's so unhappy. She's so unhappy, and the only person she truly can talk about it with is Amanda. She's the only one who truly understands. That's why maybe it's perceived that they're icing everyone out, but really, like... That's the conversation she keeps having, and she's not going to, like, include Lindsay number two in that or Rachel in that. No, that's a really good point. Jess and Rachel are feeling, like, a little left out, but also, like, they're being included in everything. It's just hard with a new group. No one's Mm -hmm. being mean to them. And Jess also came in waving the biggest red flag you can, which is like, I only hang out with guys because girls are too tricky. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I kind of am taking everything Jess says with a huge grain of salt, which is funny because Paige can be a mean girl. We've seen it. But mm-hmm. I don't think Paige is now, and to Alex's point, what Jess is seeing is Paige standing quietly in a group and then going off to whisper with Amanda. But what Paige is really being is uncomfortable and then going and crying to her friend. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Paige, but this is also, I don't know, it, that flashback sequence of her acting so sanctimonious and like above Amanda and Kyle's relationship did make me laugh. <laughs> considering <laughs> what she is now. I like that Amanda's like, Paige doesn't realize she's me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think Craig is consistently worse than Kyle. Kyle was pretty bad, Elizabeth. Let's get let's see if Craig maintains this for like another year. I have a lot of Craig love still left within me from the first few years of Southern Charm. So, but if Craig does keep going down this path, he he might be the bad boy of Bravo. It's so funny because Paige would get so mad at Amanda. Amanda did push back against Kyle a lot. And Mm -hmm. Paige, if this was the roles were reversed, Paige would be like, Amanda, you're not doing enough. And then Mm -hmm. Paige can't Mm -hmm. stand up to her boyfriend. It's just interesting. It It is is. very interesting. Something else interesting and sad is that Sierra thinks that if Austin only had therapy, he would know that she is the perfect one. Oh. Yeah. Also, the Toms just slid right in there like the jelly to the winter house peanut butter and then they cleaned up that plate (laughs) 
It made me be like, I love the Tums. I miss them when they showed up. Schwartz having a total moment of reckoning. Yes. Grabbing Kyle by the collar and being like, don't be like me. (laughs) It's wild he isn't telling Kyle that he's divorced. Because Kyle's gonna find out. Do we think Sandoval even knows? (laughs) Yes, I think... I don't know, actually. I'm blinded I say yes. by Sandoval's grooming. Every time Sandoval comes into frame, I can't look past the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. The stash. Yes. It's the kilt. It's all a lot. But they are sure a good time, and I'm enjoying them. And so is Luke. I know. He did, like, a classic boring person thing when he's like, you guys are a riot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're all spending the night together, though, that they have their sleepover. I like that Sandoval brought his trumpet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think I maybe said this, like, before we even started talking about the season Winter House, but Sandoval and Luke have very similar energies, and I want to see more scenes of them together just being, like, weirdly intense with each other. Yes. I believe that Tom and Katie announced their divorce in April, by the way. Okay, and this is March. The morning we woke up to last time we were with them was March 4th, 2022. They give us the wow. dates. Who knew? Okay. Good to know. So that's just like an interesting kind of timeline with these shows. Just one final thing. I don't think Jason and Rachel are going to make it. No. Absolutely not. It's very sad because I like Jason. I, I like them together a lot, but I agree. There's kind of no spark. Mm-hmm. Well, get ready for the shortest coverage of Potomac because nothing <laughs> happened. Um, I only have two thoughts. Number one, Eddie is so over this. I feel I feel for him. Mm-hmm. Eddie is done with Wendy, much like a lot of us are. And my other thought is Robin's plan to have Candace bringing the kids is housewife genius. Do you think so? I think Robin thinks it's Housewife Jesus. No, no, mom is going to be like, for sure, take my toddler and two sons to this event by yourself. Yes. And by doing that, though, like, she gets to have the appearance of like, well, I I did the right thing. I invited the kids to the party. I think Robin thinks that that counts, which Mm -hmm. makes it Housewife Genius. But I don't think it counts. It does not count at all. But also, jokes on Wendy. Why would you want to go? <laughs> also, like, was this an event? No, it's a Robin event. There wasn't even a trophy. The least amount of effort was put into this event. I mean, did you expect anything else? No. I do want to cover a little bit of Ashley. It makes me think that Ashley decided to divorce Michael to see if he would try to win her back. And she's coming to terms with that they are just going to get divorced but the fact she was so upset about his bisectomy and the fact that he thinks she's trying to trap him again and the fact that she's letting him buy her a house that he instead of just giving her money of her own via settlement like it's all leading towards they're definitely getting divorced but ashley didn't intend that when she initially proposed the divorce i think so as well I think it was one of those, you need to knock it off, or, and somebody said, you you can't have empty threats. You actually have to do something about it. And she said, Mm -hmm. okay. And then he said, okay, instead of, I'll change. Mm -hmm. And you think there was still some lingering hope that it wouldn't happen pre the leak? 
Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And we all think Giselle's the leak, right? I can see in Alex's eyes who he's blaming. Uncle Lump. Oh. <laughs> I think there's an argument for like everyone except Robin, maybe. Candace and Chris, they hate Michael most of all. Mm-hmm. Wendy like knows the game of the show. Mm-hmm. Giselle, as you was saying, she's she's the she's shitster, <laughs> and she thinks it's just fact. She probably is like, well, they did get divorced. Like in her mind, they are divorced oh, already. So she would just like offhandedly make that remark about them. Um, but then Karen Ladom herself has rumors right now that she has a plus one that's not Ray. So it might be beneficial for her to get the heat mm. off that. Ooh. Really fast, taking a veering off to the side with that one, Julia. Isn't that why she hates Sharice? Is because Sharice said that you have a boyfriend? Yes. Interesting they brought her back. We know that Bravo knows this is a weak episode because this is the first time that we got their taglines. And these women did Ooh. well. I skipped it, but I think I can guess if we want to play that game. Oh, they're pretty... Alex, they're borderline what we do. Like... The LaDob is here. My name is Wendy, but... <laughs> Perfect. It'll be the first time I'm ever good at this. <laughs> okay. Ready? All right, Alex. We're going to start mm-hmm. with the hardest ones. We're going to go rapid fire. Ready? Okay. I'm pretty petty and always sitting on ready. What the hell? That is tough. Giselle? Yes. Bing, bing, bing. I was going to do Mia, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you may think you know my story, but there's always a plot twist. Um. That one's Ashley. Oh, okay. That makes sense. When it comes to the truth, I always arrive on time. You better get this one. Robin? Yes. My vocals are clean, but my reads Candace. are... For, yep. <laughs> for filth was the last word. <laughs> I might not remember everything, but you'll never forget me. Who are we just laughing about doesn't remember and just, like, makes things up? Mia? Yes. And then... I'm a Nigerian queen with no time for mean. I think hers Uh is the worst. That's bad. And then here's the best. Just like a three-wick candle, I burn slow and never waver. Also confusing. (laughs) Honestly, half of those weren't as obvious to me, but then the ones that were obvious were obvious. (laughs) My name is Karen Huger. Yeah, (laughs) they were were pretty obvious. We ready for Salt Lake City? Yes, yes. Okay. So we had a bizarre date planned by Coach Shaw where they went to like an indoor trampoline place. And I wasn't going to mention it <laughs> until I saw this comment on Reddit. It is from Lord Jonathan Chobani, who's Yogurt um, Lord. tag name. Like you can have flares on Reddit. Their name for that subreddit is Meredith's Pharmacist. <laughs> and their comment was so good. I had to bring it up. Are you ready? Yes. Coach Shaw suddenly trying to train Jin for her prison has become one of my favorite storylines. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I had to mention it just for that amazing <laughs> comment. That's good. That's so gross when they're just laying there in that pit. I, that's all I can think about, Alex. I'm like, great. Now we're going to have another strand of COVID. Okay. We have to talk about Angie's husband. Oh, gosh. Chris. Mm-hmm. Angie's trying too hard. Her husband's trying too hard. (laughs) You know who else is trying Mm -hmm. hard for her? Heather. Heather and Whitney are trying to make Angie happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone else is fighting back. 
What did you think Seth and Meredith thought when Angie and her husband said that John said, like, I don't want to talk to you, fuck off, or whatever he said? They did not believe that story one bit. I don't think John would say that. I think he'd be like, I don't want to talk to you guys right now. Like, I think he might say something like that, but I don't think he would go that far. Yeah, they seemed pretty pissed that whole time. They were pretty unhappy to be on the receiving end of this revelation for the show. They would have much rather have gone on a weird date, just the two of them, that we have to witness like every episode. They were mad that they had to sit with another couple. They would rather flirt in front of their son aggressively again Mm -hmm. than do that. And you can tell that Meredith was like, excellent. I am here to talk shit about Lisa Barlow. And Angie's like, surprise, we have a Finsta account that has been cyberbullying Lisa. And Meredith was like, no, that mm-hmm. is not what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So confused. It's just the whole thing's confusing. Like there really were like no Lisa Barlow themed names they could have chosen. They had to go with Shaw Exposed. And Jen is offended on multiple levels. How dare they? <laughs> well, I think it's really interesting that Jen tells Heather this. Heather knew 100%. There's no way Heather didn't know, I think. And she says, I asked Angie. Angie says no. And then the husband calls right back and said, yes, I did. It's the, Maybe it's just the husband that wants to be on the show. <laughs> maybe. It's too messy. And it's so much. I can't imagine what being a housewife would give us that she's already not giving us. You know what I mean? Like, where do we mm-hmm. go from here? Why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Is right that what now you're we're drowning in a swimming pool of milk. Like, I don't need any more milk. Well, as if there's no manual to defending your wife on social media. And he's <laughs> matured since. I'm pretty yes. sure it's a book that just says, don't do that. <laughs> we get so we get the perfect amount of her. Not that I want any amount of Angie, but we get like the perfect amount of her. If she was a full-time cast member, it's just... Ugh. It's the uncanny valley of like, you're watching someone who really wants to be a housewife. There's like no entertainment value in that for me. And also like all the other housewives have her number on that. So like it wouldn't result in any... The drama would just be that she's manufacturing drama, which is... Some of my least favorite housewife drama, to be honest. I agree. And I think that she doesn't know, like, Lisa Renna has pretty thick skin, but you can tell it gets to her. I think Angie doesn't really know what it would be like to be full-time hated like Lisa Renna is. And mm-hmm. the fact that they created Shaw's Exposed because they felt like Lisa wasn't getting enough hate, like, Angie can't handle it. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Heather's choir Oh, God. Oh, gosh. So She just wanted to get a choir together for her friends to sing, but she's auditioning her friends to be in it. With, like, an eight-panel judge. (laughs) Well, I don't get why Jen, who definitely has the best voice out of all of them, isn't auditioning. Does she really think she's going to be locked up before, I guess, yes, before Christmas, before the Christmas preview? I think Heather thinks yes. And Angie and Whitney having their little tap dance showing up in their ragtime gal costumes was one of the most cringy things. I don't want to see that. Well, you get to. I hope Jen Shaw just like lays out Angie and punches her in the face right there on the street. That's what I would really love. Talk it all about um, Lisa trying to clear her name from the whole Heather's dad dying debacle. Was it? The classiest thing to do, 
no. But Heather no. did bring up her dad's death at the reunion. I was going to say, who lied first? Yes, Heather did. Who brought so, it up? Honestly? That's like a that's a that's very mean Lisa. thing she did, I think. Yeah, Team Lisa. I'm, I know, we're such Lisa stands. <laughs> I totally agree, Team Lisa. And also that Jen told her this, all of this stuff about Shaw's Exposed and Angie is still there. Like, what the fuck, Heather? And I think that's what the Coach Shaw scene we're going to get next week is about. Is like, Heather sucks. Mm-hmm. She's funny, but like, mm, no one's very funny. And it's like, delivering one-liners left, right, and center is Jen. Yes. Her elf yeah. on a shelf. Quote. Oh, yeah. That's the best thing about Chris and Angie getting involved is we're getting our old Jen back. She's forgetting about, like, her looming sentence for a little bit, and she's back in the housewife drama, and she's great when she's in that mode. She's so funny, and, like, she's so likable, and nobody's team Angie. I don't think anybody likes Angie. Elizabeth, I think you just described the con artist in Jen, though. She's so funny, and she's so likable. We're all being played. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. We talked and about I'm this totally last time. Erica didn't commit any crimes. We're like, lock her up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if she was Jen. a criminal, we would love Erica. <laughs> and meanwhile, with Jen, we're like, she probably didn't mean to. <laughs> but it's funny that she did it. <laughs> all right. Last but not least. I feel really bad for Justin. (laughs) I feel bad for Justin that he got fired. I feel bad for Justin that he's trying to cry and have a moment with his wife. And she's like, I had such a hard day. And I also feel bad for Justin that he got fired on paper because they're like, ew, your wife's sex scene that you guys had was so cringy. We don't want you to be a part of the company anymore. And Whitney interprets that as like... As the internet has described it, Whitney is taking this as Justin got fired for his wife being a girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to say that that body art that they made together, I see it hanging nowhere in their home. And yeah. if it were, you know that we would see it. So what was this even for? She said she was so proud of it. She is self-aware about it, though. She's like, whatever. They say it's cringe, but I'm proud of it. Oh, gosh. So awkward. It was worth him losing his job. I know. (laughs) I was upset that Justin got fired just because we had to watch the flashback of the body art. Oh, oh. To be fair, I do look away. I look away (laughs) when that comes up. Oh, I can't look away. (laughs) Here is what I think he really got fired for is they don't want people to start Googling Justin's job, which we kind of started doing last season. Because it is an MLM. Mm-hmm. Whitney even said it's a bad place that he works for in this episode. And he was the head of sales. I mean, Whitney was the most well-versed in what Jim was being accused of. Yeah. Oh, it's fraud. A hundred percent. And I looked it up and, you, you know, one of the things that, like, you can't do that pushes you from pyramids or from MLM to, like, pyramid scheme is you can't, I can't remember what it's called, but like basically income quotas, they can't Mm -hmm. say, oh, you'll make six figures in a month. They can't do that. Mm -hmm. This company, it's everywhere. Oh. So I think they were trying to save themselves. Justin exposed. You guys ready for awards? Can I do mine first because it transitions perfectly? Of course. The Candace Idab Award 
named after Candace from Potomac. Whenever she has a tear of brewing, she folds her napkin up so precisely into like a little, uh, into a, like a dagger almost, and then jots like the corner of her eye. Now this award is for um, housewives that have a very particular kind of way of um, catching their tears, blowing their nose. And this goes to Whitney, who for the second time this season has grabbed a roll of paper towels. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. Someone in her household is crying. I'll get the paper towels, she says. <laughs> when a tissue won't do, paper towels. <laughs> so congrats to Whitney, which I've done that before. It, it works. <laughs> I have to go right after Alex because I have a related award. My Viewer's Vengeance Award goes to Justin Rose, who got fired and paid for the crimes and the sins of all housewives who have made us watch sexy time scenes. So sorry, Justin, you had to pay for the crimes of all. Do you think this will set a precedent for future episodes of housewife shows oh my Everyone's god i tried to stay so. away from that i hope so if it is next i'm coming after that i'm so busy i can't have time for my family storylines and any kind of like should we have another baby storylines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right julia what's your award my award is the housewife team award as we know housewives create teams and clicks for each other this season well giselle was given the opportunity to pick a team first without having to go back and forth, back and forth with Robin during the great games. And Giselle picked everyone who she thought was going to make her a winner. And yet, Robin's team won. So I just have to say, (laughs) congratulations, Robin. You're getting the best team by default. And I feel like this is a metaphor for how the season of Potomac is going. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 